welcome to another episode of Gleams of the Morning podcast. I'm your host, David. Today's lesson is a little bit shorter, but I want to talk about something that is extremely important for Christians. Today's lesson is titled, Regular Flowers and Thorny Flowers. He said to them, You are those who justify yourselves in the sight of men, but God knows your hearts. For that which is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Luke 16.15 W.E.B. The other day I saw a beautiful flower. I walked over to get a closer look as it had an unusual two-tone design. It was a reddish color on the outer petals and a white color in the center. I thoughtlessly grabbed the stem to pull it up for closer inspection, and as I did so, I felt a painful prick where I grasped it. After further inspection, I realized it must be a rose. There are many plants in nature that look harmless or even inviting. The rose has often been employed as poetic metaphor because it looks attractive from a distance, but has nasty thorns. Poison ivy is another plant that springs to mind. It looks harmless, even edible to the untrained eye. You can even touch it with no immediate consequences. You won't realize the harm it's inflicted until days later. There are many Christians in the church who look faithful on the outside. But just below the surface, they are thorny and poisonous. From afar, they look nice and good. But when you get close to them, they can really hurt you. They don't make good friends. Others look kind and friendly on the outside. And when you get close to them, you find they are pleasant and kind on the inside also. Here are several signs to look for to help you determine if a person is as harmless on the inside as they look on the outside. First, pay attention to their criticism. Some congregants frequently have critiques or suggestions, in air quotes, on nearly everything. They talk negatively about church leadership and say things behind people's back to poke at them. This criticism is usually not outright hostile, but cloaked as small talk or as contrary to the speaker's preference. To be honest, criticism is important in a healthy church, but only the constructive kind. Watch out for the people who are only and always critical and who almost never offer compliments. These people rarely seek to offer or help with solutions and only prefer to offer negative feedback. They don't provide gentle, tactful remarks meant to help others become more Christ-like. Only negative comments intended to cut others down, often to make themselves look better. A second trait to watch out for are power seekers. This is a toxic trait that has too frequently plagued the church. It can be hard to identify, but some thorns to look out for include being unopened to suggestions or criticism, as well as telling others, especially subordinates, how to do things, rather than waiting to be asked. 
Watch especially for those who insist things need to be done their way alone. These people often want to be the center of attention and love to receive recognition for what they have done, even if most of the job was done by others. They frequently have little humility and may tell others how to do their job. They may even offer unsolicited ideas or tips too frequently. They may call or email with ideas or instructions far too often. The last one I'll discuss today is pride. We've all learned that pride is wrong, yet it continues to be a major human weakness. Some overly prideful people are easy to spot. The young, overconfident male is even a trope in movies. But people can be prideful at any age, and many do not display it so blatantly. The problem is often not their boasting. Rather, it is their constant sense of superiority. Initially, it may not be a major problem, but over years, a relationship with this person can cause others to doubt themselves and even become depressed. The prideful person often puts others around them down to make themselves appear in a more favorable light. Also, they may alter the truth slightly to make themselves appear better. As they lead others, their pride can grate the relationships with those under their charge and greatly reduce a team's effectiveness. This trait is especially toxic in a church leader as it can easily drive away church members or prospective converts who feel judged or as though they will never measure up. People in the church are often well-practiced at putting on a rosy front that hides their toxic traits. So it is important we learn to spot these traits and avoid assuming everyone at church is humble and kind. Jesus warned he would allow the wheat to grow with the tares. Of course, we all have our sins and flaws. There is no one in the church who is perfect. But sadly, some in the church are truly toxic. They are not there trying to become more like Jesus. They are only there for the power or status it brings. I'm not suggesting we try to throw all these people out of the church. Indeed, it's a place for broken souls. But that does not mean we need to have a close association with everyone who is toxic, nor that they be allowed to hold leadership positions. It is vital God's followers be able to identify those who are kind and humble, both on the inside and out. We need to watch out for those who are toxic and thorny on the inside in order to protect ourselves and others who may have an immature or weak faith, and so that we can pray for God to change their thorny hearts. Here's a question to ponder. What toxic trait do you have that you need to ask God to change? Will you ask him now? Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's lesson. If you did, I encourage you to share it with someone else who might benefit from hearing this lesson. Have a good week. Thank you.